Pleasure Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Feldman, sex and pleasure coach, and I'm here to remind you of your natural birthright as a pleasure seeker. So listen on and create your most turned on orgasmic life. I am interviewing the one and only Davina Fear. So I sometimes I do these podcasts and the visuals of my Zoom room are so fantastic that I'm like, we need to have these videoed for the world. Yes. <laughs> um, yay. Okay. So let me introduce you in my rough way. And then I'd love to have you introduce yourself as well. I know Davina from, I don't know, a year or so of dancing around in different coaching circles. And I always, always, always loved your style, your presence, your like iconicness, the hair, the colors, the contrast, and also just amazing photography. Like your work online is always really stunning. So when I started actually my last coaching salon, which was the art of self-seduction, I knew one of the parts of embodiment that I wanted to include was a boudoir selfie session. And then this coaching group that I've been running, The Lusty Creative, I was like, for sure, I want selfies and to be um, using photography as an embodiment tool. So we bypass the brain and get into the body and really see ourselves as lusty, as creative, and using that little old selfie stick <laughs> as actually like a really powerful tool in getting turned on, seeing yourself as like a lit, lusty, hot piece of something. <laughs> and actually, um, as we've been talking about part of the creative process. So I invited Davina, who is a 20 years plus photographer and incredible selfieist, <laughs> selfie siren. Um, I invited her into the group to teach a workshop to help our ladies just get more comfortable in front of their own phone to get really positive, amazing, hot pictures for either marketing or just for themselves. Yay! And I was, I felt so activated after our session. Like literally I was like glowing. I couldn't think straight. I was like, oh, my life is amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Lydia. And I feel the same way from like a year ago when I saw you, I'm like, I have to be in this woman's world. And, and then getting to be in your lusty container. Oh my gosh, that whole experience and how, how you teach, but also there are so many hands-on like experiential things is so amazing. And I think just being in that with you is what has like been part of the catalyst for me being like, okay, I am making the selfie siren sessions because having this experiential thing is so, so, so amazing. And it was so cool to see how activated and excited and like, like you said, glowing and, and then the photos that you made from that selfie siren session. I mean, it wasn't, we weren't even calling it that then, but, um, yeah. but it was just like mind blowing. It was so, so cool. fun. Well, <laughs> so if fun. you think about like so much of our world is up in our heads mm -hmm. and how many, like, let's just all raise our hands. Like the amount of workshops we've done where it's, well, me personally, I'm like notes, notes, pages and pages of notes. And I'm like, I'm going to reread these later and I'm going to think about it. And then I'm going to put some time aside in my calendar and, you know, and it makes the actual integrated experience. The, the lived experience of whatever is being taught becomes very heady and 
sometimes just don't even do it. So I love that your concept is really, we're going to get together and I'm going to help you take pictures from afar and be your photographer, but you like help you be your own photographer. I've taken up, actually, I went to a wedding this past weekend and I was thinking about how often we are in spaces where there is bigger than lifeness. Like think of a big gala where there's gowns and I mean, maybe it's like high school prom and a wedding. That's what you get, you know, where there's something that's like grand and magnificent. And, you know, to see yourself with something opulent and beautiful and touching. And we just don't see ourselves like that because we don't present in our normal day-to-day life. So when you have photographs that you just did in an afternoon playing around, it's so amazing to think you get a glimpse into yourself of how profound and epic and gorgeous you really are. And no amount of like someone telling you that seems true. You're just like, yeah, that's nice to say no. But the truth is I'm a hot mess. The truth is I barely get out of my sweats or whatever. So when you have this little pocket, you're like, no, wait, oh my gosh, there's proof. I see it. And I created the proof. Yeah. Not someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all just like editing and some like glossy fake thing. It's like, nope, I just took that on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally what is available to us as women. And um, I love that this is a space or an experience that women can have and, and see like what's already inside them, get that Mm -hmm. glimpse, like you said, but also I feel like in the process of doing this, you have this iteration of yourself where you get a little bit braver and you get a little bit more willing to see yourself. You get a little bit more Mm. um, allowing and and open to who you really are that is wanting to express its wanting to be in the world. And I would say even like the first time I did a selfie, like, I don't know, someone, I was in some Facebook group and they were like, just start taking some pictures. And I was playing with the settings on my phone, which if you have an iPhone and one of the newer ish ones, and under portrait, they have a couple different settings where it's black and white. I, it was, something happened where I was like, oh, I like the way it looks. Cause it was like, because it was like high definition or um, high contrast. So it was a nice filter. I don't know, <laughs> but I was like, oh, it's so artsy. And I could feel myself get activated by the experience of playing and posing in front of the camera. I remember looking at those pictures And it's funny because I think back at them now, I still really love those pictures I took the very first time. I mean, my point, that point in my life, I was, I had just found life coaching. I didn't even feel comfortable, like really talking about sex even. I was calling myself a pleasure coach, but, and I wanted to talk about pleasure, but the thought of like posing naked or being sexual on the internet was so alarming and terrible. It was like triggering for me. So I remember seeing some of the pictures I took and I like just (laughs) took one piece of clothing off at a time. And I was like, this is cool. Ooh, the shoulder. Okay. This is cool. Oh, let me get this angle. So it wasn't even that risque, but for me, I remember thinking like, oh my God, that's who I'm becoming. Like that's where I'm going and was both terrified and totally excited by it, you know? Yeah. And even that process of, like you were saying, we kind of stay in our head a lot with coaching or um, with thought work or things like that, but you actually 
being willing to push your boundaries a little bit of the rules of who you are in a in a really safe place for you taking pictures mm-hmm. just of yourself and just like just a little bit of okay here's a little bit of skin that and 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 that doesn't have to happen in that way for everybody because everybody isn't a self a sex coach or whatever but even just like yeah. doing those little things like okay i'm going to just do this little thing cuz i've always wanted to like see myself this way i'm going to mm-hmm. just see what it looks like i'm going to just experiment with it even that little bit of getting into your body and letting yourself play and push those edges and 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 play a little bit with that fierceness that's in you and and letting it just you know, have that flame come out a little bit in whatever way that looks like for you. It may, like I said, Mm -hmm. it might not be in a sexy sexual way. It might just be in a, I'm just, I just want to see me in a different way, or it might just be trying out an outfit you've never worn before, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be any, any way that you try, but allowing that in front of a camera just for yourself, it, it does something inside you that, uh, that releases something that opened something up Mm. that wasn't open before. And so I think just the actual process of getting in your body and letting yourself be creative that way without judgment, without thinking, Mm -hmm. just kind of doing and being thing that happens to you as you're you're willing to go there with yourself. And I think just that 1% opening of more love for yourself, Mm. more acceptance, Mm -hmm more mm-hmm. allowing for the person in you who has always wanted to come out. So it makes me think of the story or it makes me. Uh-oh, did we freeze? Am I frozen? Oh, wait. Yep. You're back. Okay. I'm back. back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I remember when I was a kid on the bus going riding back and forth to school. I think I might've been in fourth or fifth grade. And I remember feeling like, I just want to stand up on this bus and sing my heart out. Cause I was feeling like, I want to be a singer when I, and so I'm like, what if I just like stood up on this bus right now and just started singing? Everyone would just think I was so amazing. If I just did that right now, people would be in awe. People would be like, oh, you should be a star, you know? And so yeah. and I just like sat on the bus and daydreamed that and never did it. <laughs> this siren, fierce singer, you know? Mm-hmm. And even as I've done these photo shoots, I feel like that dream of me, I had as a fourth or fifth grader, is coming out is emerging Mm -hmm. more and more Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not that i'm going to be like this star singer but the person that i felt in that moment sitting on that bus like that felt so alive in me i feel like that aliveness Mm. of her is getting to be seen and be i'm like saying to myself it's okay for her to come out it's yes. okay for her to uh, emerge. It's okay for her to, to, to just be as big as she wants to be. Yeah. It's like, it's taken however many decades to be like yeah. willing. It's like the courage to really look in there and be like, oh, she's still there. She's still mm-hmm. there. And, and she's gets to come out and play in both photography. But then when you see it in photography, which by the way, some of your pictures are just so epic. It's like, 
it really is siren quality. Thank it's you. like <laughs> ethereal and amazing. It's like you see these, this like image reflected back and you're like, wow, where else can this, this energy, this person, this like bigness, the siren, how can she also be in all of my life, in my creative process, guiding me in decisions, like part of my mm -hmm. marriage, my relationship, my sex life, my um, parenting. It's like that version becomes more of a reality in your life. Definitely. And, and for every woman, I think she's always been there and she's always been showing up, mm -hmm. but we might not be acknowledging her or we might not be seeing the way she's showing up. And then once you become aware of her being there, that siren part of you or whatever, however you identify with her kind of thing, as soon as you start seeing her and intentionally like that, like, I think that something clicks and starts and, and, and she can emerge even more. Okay. So I would love even just to hear a little bit of like your background as a photographer and how you came to incorporate photography, life coaching, and then kind of a, a melding of the two even. So I've been a photographer, professional photographer for over 20 years. I started off um, just wanting a camera where I could take pictures whenever I wanted. And um, I had my twin girls and that's, I took some pictures of them and people were like, oh my gosh, those are so amazing. I'm like, ooh, I bet I could be a really good photographer. And I look back on those pictures, of course, and I'm like, what? How did people think those were so amazing? Of course, my girls are gems and darlings and all of that. But I was like, how do you think that photography was so good? But I do think that some of the pictures I took like captured an emotion and captured a feeling that people were connecting with. And that's totally why people thought that the work was so good. Um, and then, so I asked my husband for Christmas, I'm like, the only thing I want is a camera that I can put a lens on. That's how much I knew about what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, and he got me one of those and I took some classes and I ended up getting to do some art installations with my photography because I was photographing downtown. At the time we lived in Utah, downtown Ogden, which was kind of um, in a transition phase. And there were a lot of, and there, it's a a railroad town kind of and so there were rail riders that would come and and hop off the trains and then hop back on them and stuff so I got mm -hmm. to photograph them and I just kind of met some really cool people downtown and photographed them and and then I ended up having someone want to book me for their wedding and I was like oh my god that freaks me out and so my work did start in just documenting and mm -hmm. getting to know people and photographing who they are and 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 just being really accepting of who they are in that moment and not wanting them to change. Cause that's kind of what documentary work is, is you're not trying to change or shift anything that's happening. You're just seeing exactly what's there and conveying a feel of what's there. Um, and of course, as a photographer, you always have some kind of um, take on it. So you can't not be part of the images. Yeah impossible to not but but still just really trying to be part of that and so in my photography for weddings and stuff then that I, I took a really documentary approach where it was I was there and I was interacting with people but I wasn't interacting to get the photo I was interacting interacting and connecting with my people but not asking them to do anything in front of my camera um, for me and so that became really powerful. And as I did that, 
then I created some things in the industry that had never been created that were, was super awesome. And then eventually I ended up doing day in the life work, documentary work for families. And I would describe that as being your own personal National Geographic photographer, where I live, I actually live with my client with my family, the family I'm photographing. I live with them. I wake up with them. I photograph everything they do all day. And then when they go to bed, then I leave. Or sometimes I've done multiple days. Um, and I just photograph exactly what's happening. And I've been at sessions where the mom gets a call and the, it's the doc saying, Hey, uh, are you coming to this appointment or what's going on? You're supposed to be here. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Is it okay if we go to that? I'm like, of course, let's go. This is what happens when you're a mom. You sometimes forget about this stuff. Of course we're going. So we just rush and we go over there. And so, um, and then right after that was a ballet lesson. And so I'm just like going all the places doing all the things with them. And in the process of that, a lot of my clients would struggle with the whole idea of you're going to come to my house and you're going to see everything. You're going to see that my baseboards need painted. You're going to see my kids freak out. You're going to see me freak out. You're going to see all the stuff. And I was like, yep, I'm going to see all the stuff, even the stuff your own parents don't see. And, and I'm not there to judge. I'm not, I'm there to document and show you your life through eyes that you have never seen it before. And the thing that's so cool is that when these, when the, when these families would get their photographs, especially the moms, they would see their pictures and literally be crying or write me things saying, I never knew I was a good mom till I saw these pictures mm. or I, it, it almost, it kind of chokes me up a little bit when I talk about it, but, and then I've had people say, this is literally what heaven is going to look like when we have our life played back to us. Well, it's just like amazing to think how much of our life that's documented is posed and mm. like where you are in the picture. And I mean, even like most selfies, like smiling and kind of like posing with people. And so it's actually very unusual to have photographs that are a candid and b like an intentional movement like uh styled but also like creating a, a, a feeling in a picture versus like we're just like posing and it's very still and a little rigid so I think being able to see yourself like a feeling mm -hmm. you know yeah and that's what we do in these selfie sessions for sure we're going to be evoking a feeling we're going to be seeing beyond just snapping a selfie I'm calling it selfie siren sessions but it is definitely more than a selfie, more than like you being like, hey, friend, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be way yeah. more than that. Yeah. Now, I wonder too, since we are kind of talking about photography as being this tool for basically like alchemizing how, how you see yourself, how you want to see yourself, what you want to create, you know, so you put that intention out there and then you use photography as a way to kind of bring it into the present moment and prove your brain wrong that you could, that you can actually become those things because you see it for proof. Um, I would love to hear, well, both your take on that because that's such a juicy topic, but then also um, how you might give like some, a few tips for people just to do it on their own of like, oh, what are the, what do I, what are the basics that I need to get started? Yeah. Just bringing that 
whole essence of you to the camera and, and allowing yourself to see it. And I think part of that is a lot of times when we take pictures of ourselves, the first thing we see is the stuff we don't like. And, Mm -hmm. um, or they're like, oh, I don't don't like that picture. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that is really key is when you take a picture of yourself to start from a place of what you love about yourself already, what do you think is amazing? And, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, I'm just trying to really like my hips because you know, we're not, it's not a tr- something you're trying to like, it's the thing you already love. The thing that you already see as a strength in the way that you look or in the way you move or whatever. And letting that be the lead, the, the thing that guides you in taking a picture of yourself or in, in even seeing yourself because I think our brains definitely always tell us all the things that are going wrong. It's always, and that's kind of our brain's job. Our brain's job is to always scan for what's going wrong. Okay. What's happening. What's happening. Is everything okay. We're keeping it in homeostasis. Is something going wrong? Okay. we got to get back to get back to homeostasis, which, you know, is the right, but for example, a right body temperature, we need to stay at 97.6. Like we're overheating abort. Yes. Break out, break out, break out. So So if your body temperature goes over that, then your brain is like, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's it's always scanning for what could be going wrong so that it can fix it and get you back to the right temperature. So your brain is doing its job by pointing out stuff that like, oh, this could be not right. This could be wrong, but it's not always helpful. And so I think intentionally focusing on something that feels like a strength or something that you already love totally is the place to lead your brain. So for me, like if I'm just looking at myself, I'm like, okay, I love my hair, my hair. Mm -hmm. No one else has this color of hair. I would focus on my hair. And if you look at a lot of my selfies, they are about my hair. (laughs) I have a fan blowing my hair (laughs) and just allowing myself to love my hair and focus on my hair mm-hmm. has brought me to see other things that I love about my body. And automatically, when you focus on something you love about yourself, the thing that you don't love kind of goes in the background, just kind of automatically. And it's not yeah. that you're going to leave that thing in the background, but while you're loving this part, like while I'm loving my hair, Something mm-hmm. is happening in my brain and body that's like, oh, I kind of love these other parts that I thought I didn't love. Or, or, or you mm-hmm. start as you like do this kind of stuff, you're like, oh, I kind of love my shoulders. Ooh, I kind of have a good movement. And then yeah. you start like slowly accepting like more and more parts of your body that you didn't think you loved. And I think yeah. that's such a big place to start instead of trying to fix something or instead of trying to um, hide something, you are actually looking at what can I highlight? Mm. What can I showcase about myself? Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause then even looking back at the pictures, the eye is drawn to what the photographer's eye is drawn to, which is your eye. I was thinking about this with some of the pictures I took just this last week with you and they're a boudoir style. <laughs> so my <laughs> stomach is exposed. And that is like, by far and away the most self-conscious area in my body. And I never photographed Probably it. for and most women. Yeah. Probably for most yeah, women. totally. And it's post babies. They, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but what I was noticing was I have avoided taking pictures of my stomach. Obviously I'm like, I don't know. I need to hide this, but thinking about, okay, what do I want to highlight? Took my brain off that. 
And I was looking back at the pictures and not only were like my eyes highlighted, my, the expression on my face, my shoulders, my cleavage, my hips, and I could see my stomach in many of the pictures and it wasn't what my eye was drawn to, even though my brain is totally always drawn to that point. I'm always yeah. searching for that, like, is this hidden? And so it was like, not only was I not drawn to it in that photograph, but when I did see it, it was like, it looked fine. It looked great. I was mm -hmm. like, and it looked literally the same as it has in every other like judgy picture. So another example of how, when we don't focus on the thoughts, like if I were just standing in the mirror going like, I love my stomach, I love my stretch marks. These are the tracks of love for my children or whatever <laughs> that I've been trying to say for five, 10 years, you know? And it's like, instead of trying to thought work my way into self-love, right? It's like, just focus on what is really easy. And my brain can get on board for the stuff that's like the going in through the back door. You're not even like trying as hard. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Well said. So well said. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. And I was actually literally shocked by that this after, like a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, and then I put something up in my stories and my stomach was in there. I was like, and honestly, I'm like, this is the brain that other people would be like, dude, your stomach is fine. Don't even, don't even yeah. sweat. What are you even talking about? You're crazy. You're skinny. What are you doing? But um, I think for all, especially women, but most people, it's like, you just have a couple things that your brain won't accept as beautiful. And I think allowing yourself to see and feel that something is valid and beautiful and like in movement and you see an image that's somewhat artistic, it's like, there's so much, I don't know, maybe it's artistic leeway. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, this isn't like a straight body shot in a like fluorescent bathroom with, but like there's something to it that my brain can latch on and be like, it's beautiful. It's a body. It's your body. You can love it. You know? Oh, I love that. I so love that. And I love that your brain wasn't even looking for it in the picture. Like, no, you noticed like, it later, like, like so much later. Yeah. I was like, wow, look, there it is. There's my, yeah. like, little tubby, like stretch marks. And, yeah. I my and so much less judgment. I mean, that your brain didn't, that you yeah. were like, I'm in love with these pictures and I look so amazing. Yeah. And just from that simple shift and mm -hmm. then that your brain didn't even recognize it. And then when it did, you're like, oh, there it is. And <laughs> it's still sexy. Like that's, yeah. I think like the, the most fun I was like, wow, for years, so much of what we're taught is like sexy has to look a certain way. And if you don't have a flat stomach and no cellulite and no like tight thighs or whatever, um, neck wrinkles, if you don't have neck, all the things that you should be like, this is the way it's supposed to look to be sexy. But then when you actually feel sexy or you feel beautiful, you feel powerful, whatever those kind of qualities that you want to embrace in your photo shoot, you can feel that in the picture. And then you're like, what I sense from the picture is like playfulness, empower, like cougary, empowered, you know, judge that has the same body I had before. It's like yeah. the same shape. And it actually, I'm getting the feeling of what I wanted more so than the image of like a magazine cover, you know? Yes, yes. And the feeling of what you wanted that you thought was in the future too. You got it now, mm -hmm. like because someday. you leaned mm -hmm. into that, and and you did it on a body level, not just on a thought level. Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about, you were standing in the front of the mm -hmm. mirror, going, "Okay, I love, I myself. like myself, I, I like myself, myself. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I am a good person." <laughs> yeah, 
and your brain yeah. is fighting with you the whole time. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not. You're late and your kids are a mess. So why don't you go take care of them? Like, okay. Um, yes. Okay. So pick a body part that you love, focus on that. And yeah. we kind of started talking about this, but like, what would you say, like, what is your take on preparing it like emotionally before a shoot? which is kind of linked to like picking a body part that you just yeah. want to focus on too. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a big part of it is, is taking just a little bit of time and you can just sit and imagine it, or you can write it down. You can kind of do a journaling mm -hmm. thing, whichever one you want. Um, but uh, allowing yourself to pick a body part and then also be like, why do I love this? What, like, what, why is it so great? Like I said to myself, I love my hair and I love it yeah. because no one has this color of hair and I've had this hair for, I started with like a little streak when I was like 21 and white streak. Whoa, wow. And, um, I kind of covered it up when I was younger a little bit, but then as it started to spread, then I've just kind of been like, I just love it. It's just great. I'm, I'm so young. And people would say, you're so young with that white hair. And I'd be like, mm -hmm, yes, I am. And then, um, <laughs> And then I've just been like, this is my signature, this is my signature, the signature is my mm -hmm. hair. And mm -hmm. so the, leaning into why you love that body part, why you love your eyes and mm -hmm. allowing yourself to just really, I think that's a lot of the prep and, and it's not even that much prep. You're just like, uh, why do I love these things about myself? Because, of, and it can be just because it's just because they're cool or I just have the coolest color eyes that I've ever seen. Or, um, and even when I was a kid, another thing, I was totally in a race with the kids in my school and, um, I was so fast. I like beat this boy and I was like, yes, I'm so fast. And I crossed the finish line and somebody said, your eyes look like they were going to bug out of your head. Of course, because I was really intense. I was like, I'm winning this. <laughs> And so for a, for a while, I was very self-conscious of my eyes being like, big and I'd be like, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. When we did our photo shoot, I was, I wanted to start getting more photographs for my next coaching salon. And that was going to be, it's the elemental courtesan. And so I was like, I want the feeling of like ethereal and kind of otherworldly a little bit, a little cosmic. And I want this very sensual, seductive, sexy, sexual vibe. So I, and for this particular photo shoot, I was like, I want dark, mysterious, kind of um, off center a little bit. And so going into it, it was like, I know I want to like focus on certain body parts that, and part of like what was helpful for you to be in the room is like, okay, set the camera here, use the, the lighting like this to help get these different feelings to start getting provoked. So um, any thoughts or tips on how to play with lighting or the space that you're in? If once you get kind of like the, the feel that you wanna create, plus like some body parts that you feel comfortable highlighting, um, how do you set up your space and lighting and even like your phone in a way to help capture it? A couple of tips that I give is find a place next to a really great light window um, and then have your space be fairly uncluttered. 
Um, if you have things that are going to contribute to the feel, of course, those can be in your images or in your background or in your space. But for the most part, you want it to have it fairly clean, mm -hmm. uh, uncluttered. Um, and then you're just going to use your phone. I mean, your phone can do such great images. And like you were saying, you can play with different settings on your phone. Um, and it really is so simple that the really big way that I feel like makes it simple is that you don't set it up to take photos. You set it up yeah. to video mm. and then you can move and you can do whatever you want. And then you can screenshot later. So mm -hmm. that I think is huge. And then with the lighting, the lighting is part of what tells your story. The lighting is a huge part of what will convey the essence of what you are wanting to create. So in our session before we had, um, a couple of people who wanted to create a cozy homey feel and then somebody who wanted to feel bright and fresh. And then you wanted to create this um, dark, moody, sensual feel. And yeah. so for the cozy feeling, I was like, okay, you want to have a warm light. You want to have your space feel warm. And you also, you probably want to have this, a, a couple of different kinds of light, but not too harsh. Um, and then with the person who was like, I just want this bright feeling, then then having the light from a window just as full on um, mm, yeah. light to, to light you all up, kind of like a, um, a ring light lights up your whole face from the front kind of thing. It's an open lighting kind of thing. Um, and it's also pretty flattering and, um, and, and, and it doesn't have a lot of shadow or anything. And then for your session, I was like, okay, lighting from the side, um, will give that really mm -hmm. moody feeling and that sensual feeling because you can just put these certain body parts toward the light and other body parts away mm -hmm. from the light. And um, so just that lighting part is a big part that can create the story or mood or essence of what you want to yeah. be building in your, your selfie, your selfie siren session. Yeah. Well, and also it's like, I was thinking I just want as much light as possible. Cause I think in my mind, I'm like, it's always dark in my house. But when I started doing a, uh, playing with the idea of like, I actually do want it dark and I have these led lights. So once I was like, oh, maybe I'll try the, the pink light or yeah, you ended up going you know, away from the window completely. Yeah. Actually I was yeah. like, I had to cover up my window yeah. because yeah. it was just like a really nice flattering white light, but mm -hmm. it was interfering with like the mood that I wanted to create. So I'm going to do it again, obviously, but you know, like the idea of like light coming from different parts of your mm -hmm. face that can be dramatic, artistic, intriguing. One very strong light, like the flashlight or another like direct light can be more effective than a beautiful sunlit room or something like that, which yeah, I suppose just like really going back to how can, what is the feeling that you want to create and getting creative with okay pause we need to like cover up this like where's that light come from so there is kind of this like trial and error getting your hands messy so to speak i mean even having a fan makes a huge difference a little fan oh, to like yeah. gives the movement and, and also if you have your playlist and you do some dancing or you do your movement in some of those ways you get some blur to your image that totally contributes to the feel that maybe you're going for. So there's a yeah. lot of fun experimenting and just being in that space to trial and error 
experiment to get mm-hmm. like super amazing images yeah. that, that you are you're just not going to expect yourself to get. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to shock yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things that I was thinking too, is like all these ways that we can support ourselves to create an image that's going to go anywhere from like shocking us into believing that we're beautiful or just being like, oh, it's kind of cool. We got like yeah. 10 that were okay. And one that was pretty good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things I was thinking, you know, in our past group, one of the women was like, I really hate being on camera. Like I did, I did not sign up for this. I was like, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like, how can we play with photographing ourselves, knowing that the brain is having like self-conscious and like stage fright and being seen, all that stuff is going to come up and it's still, we step towards it. And that mm-hmm. might be like allowing your hair be like, I love my hair and it's going to cover my face and it's, I'm going to be in the shadows. And I just get this like image of a woman, but it's not like full face. I'm not ready to see my face front and center yet. So if we just trust also, like each of this is a baby step towards who we are, what we want to create and offering ourselves as many ways that we can make that happen. Yes. I love that you pointed that out, that you might not get something that shocks you, but you might get something that reveals something to you, even if it's a something Mm -hmm. tiny, like, um, Mm -hmm. with the lady that you're talking about. And she was just like, I just really love my shoulders. And so even though she wasn't ready, she did take a selfie that Mm -hmm. was just the shoulder. And, and we were all like, what? (laughs) And it's like the window was, of the light and like over yeah, her shoulder and yeah. eyes. And I was like, do you see how beautiful that is? Do you yeah. see how gorgeous you are? You don't need like all the bells and whistles. Like literally one picture that you think is like, okay, is enough to sometimes shift you into, I can do this. I can see myself a little differently. Yeah. And even in that, she was like, I'm just going to be a little bit brave. And I was like, yes, 1% brave. 1% brave. And you just made this image. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like the bravery and noticing like how easy it is for us to procrastinate, to self neglect, to say we're going to do something for ourselves. And we are just mired in a culture that is so much for other people, serving other people, making appointments for other people, booking a family photo shoot with everyone willing to pay a lot of money and invest in things for the group and time spent for the group. But it's actually can be really hard to set aside an hour to take pictures of yourself. Mm -hmm. Even if you have the time, it's like the laundry and the dishes and the Facebook scrolling or whatever is going to seem more important than you're going to set an hour, maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours with cleanup. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Actually challenge the part of you that thinks it's too hard, too complicated, too, too much big, work, too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too messy. It's not going to work out anyway. Like, who do you think you are? Like, where are you going to put those pictures? You're going to break the internet. <laughs> you know, all of those things are going to come up and be way more complicated feeling than like, okay, we're doing it. We're going to set up the fan. Okay. We're putting the sheet up. We're getting the led lights. And that's why I love that you said in the beginning, like, this is really about play. And if we can think of it as this is like adults don't get much playtime, but if, when you were a kid, you're like, I'm going to pull out all the things. Of course I'm going to make the biggest mess I possibly can. Yeah. Like that's 
totally worth the play. And I feel like half of my work is like, can we validate the play? Not just as like a nice release, but as part of growth as evolution. Mm -hmm. Like that is part of, as part of living as actually just, yeah. Letting yourself play. And so seeing whatever you create from that can be less attached to, to like, this has to be some perfect image. Like my brain is like, it has to be perfect or nothing. Um, but just to be like the whole process is about play. And I think about that with style. I think about that with meeting new friends and like going to like party planning and definitely sex. Like if it can be about play and the, the whole experience is pleasure and delight and curiosity and kind of tinkering, you know, it's like we do ourselves so much of a favor, both creatively and just your experience in life. Yeah. There's just so much magic and growth and mystery and revelation that happens when you're willing to play. And I feel like when that, when you're willing to just experiment and just see what happens, you're whole world and you open up to yourself and there's just so much aliveness there just waiting for you. (laughs) Davina. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how can people work with you? What's, what's your magic in the world coming up? If they want to get some selfie siren sessions. Yes. The magic that's coming up is the selfie siren sessions. We're going to have four days of selfie sessions that are going to be so cool all the stuff that we just talked about, that's what's going to happen in these sessions. So good. There's going to be Um, so much coolness. So good. And I will link the, your um, contact information in the show notes and below, but do you want to share anything else about the program, the price It's phase over in one week or is it spread out? It's all, it's going to be four days straight and we'll probably meet at the same time. We'll be like, totally experiential type of thing. It's $97 and I have a VIP. Also mic drop. I'm like, (laughs) could you, could you mention the price? (laughs) It's $97. And then I have a VIP version where you get to Voxer with me for 30 minutes. You can like run past me your, your images, or if you're trying to come up with what your essence is or you know, whatever it is, we can talk and I can help you with my 20 years of photography experience and my coaching stuff and get all of that goodness for 197. Um, and what I love about this idea too, is like, you know, we, it's hard for us to set that time aside four hours of your life and get like such yeah. short images. Yeah. And actually what's more, even, I think the bigger goal with my work as well. It's like, how can this really be like in your own hands? So, all right, Davina, so fun. Thank you for uh, this afternoon and talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Hey, I'd love to hear from you and know what pleasure topics you want to hear more about. Also, if you're curious about one-on-one coaching or any of my group coaching salons, message me on Instagram at Mrs. Lydia Feldman for a consultation and see how pleasure coaching can transform your life. Mm